In a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. It says they the put a sign out front that says speakeasy. They and don't. the owner is... Me too. The owner is bomb diggity. He's really sweet. So that we can go to these places and check them out and try their cocktails. I've been sent back in time from the future of podcasting to tell you that your first episode is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Energize. Hey there. Welcome to Three Stars Podcast. We are your three stars. My name is Samantha and here I have with me two wonderful gentlemen. Hello. Hello there. And what are your names? I'm Bill. I'm Brad. Hey, there we go. We got together we are. <laughs> three stars. <laughs> three stars. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't listened to our show trailer, you definitely should because it gives a lot of info about us that we aren't going to repeat for you here because we're just that evil. Um, we are three service industry professionals who are fed up with the terrible online reviewers. And so now... We're here to review the reviewers. Hint, hint. This will not go well for them. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let you in on a little secret. We've already recorded five episodes. And after a bunch of mistakes in our approach, demeanor, tact, we've learned nothing. Nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing. However, due to a huge technology curve and maybe three or four other mistakes, we've decided to uh, we've decided our potential listeners deserve a better show. So, here it is. The 3 Stars podcast episode 1 reboot. Our first topic for this lovely, wonderful reboot here uh, is that we're going to be uh, just giving you an overview of what our show is really about, which is reading reviews at the reviewer's expense and having a little fun with it. You know, we definitely want to make this an educational podcast, but we also want to have fun and kind of rip into the people who don't know how to write good reviews. So after each review, we will rate it by giving it our ranking on up of up to three stars. Um, If we deem the review to be completely atrocious then man we're gonna 86 the review and the reviewer so sorry and in restaurant terms you outie bitch yeah you're done son most of you know that because most of you i'm hoping or assuming or believing you are restaurant employees but for those of you that don't know our lingo we're gonna explain it we're gonna go through it and we're gonna use it so 86 no more done Uh, Each episode, we will feature a beer, wine, or spirit and impart some knowledge about uh, whatever we're drinking for the day. And honestly, gentlemen, should we just go ahead and start with some drinks? Yeah, let's get to it. Okay, cool. Today, we're going to be sipping on bourbon. Um, I uh, think we've already gone through two handles since we've been in quarantine. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you were saying earlier it's a session bourbon, right? It's a daytime bourbon. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) It's our morning drink. You know how back in the days they started out with some cider? We start out with some bourbon. So Bourbon and coffee. Bourbon and coffee, that's right. Bourbon and apple juice. (laughs) Oh, it blends nicely in with the apple juice. No, it might might not be too bad. We'll have to try that. Okay. Um, Probably should. So, uh, but with this drink, I'm actually going to turn the microphone over to Brad and let him give you a little more knowledge about bourbon. Oh, never mind. I guess no, that's not actually now. Oh. That's later. Oh, that's when bad. we get into happy hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's it just says cheers. Drinks. Each well, yeah, episode well, brings. Cheers. Shall we start with some drinks? Yeah. I mean, why would you have right. me read yeah. that and us not start with it? Mm. Nice and caramely. Mm. Smoky. Not too much heat. Good bourbon. (laughs) All right, let's start with some quick reviews, what we like to call appetizers, just something to wet your palate and a mousse bouche, and um, and then we'll get into the meaty one after that. Gentlemen, go ahead and take it away. All right, so our first three reviews are all from the same location because as you get into them, sometimes (laughs) you just can't walk away from it. So uh, these are coming from Yelp, and they are from Vanderpump which is a uh, craft cocktail bar and <laughs> a craft cocktail bar and restaurant uh, in Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. And the first review goes a little something like this. One star on Yelp. Horrible bartenders. Horrible experience. Never go back again. Absolutely trash. I would never go there again. 
Do you think this person <laughs> would ever go there again? Do, I, I'm wondering if, based on this, if they'd ever let him in the door again. <laughs> um, this is a really great review. I mean, it, it really in is. In its badness. Yeah. In its, in its, <laughs> yeah, yes, a prime in example. It's the most stupidest form of review out there because this tells us nothing. What was so horrible about the bartender's experience? Why was it absolute trash? Well, Samantha, <laughs> let me tell That's you. It's funny you should ask. <laughs> we happen to have a little skin in the game <gasps> on this one. No. It just so happens that this review was written about one of our very good friends. What? Yes, indeed. <gasps> and oh. we know the story of what happened on this day. <sighs> this guy walked in and had an ID that was invalid. And the bartenders refused to serve him. Oh, so that explains why they're horrible yes. bartenders in, and a horrible experience. In Las experience. Vegas, this guy it, didn't have his fucking in ID. In Las Vegas, he did not have a valid form of ID. What? Inside of a casino, mm. inside of a bar, mm. trying to purchase alcohol. If stupidity was an Olympic sport, this guy would win. This, this guy'd be this a gold guy would five, gold. Stars. <laughs> five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Wow. Well, that makes total sense. You know, I'd be really pissed off, too, if I had an invalid ID and didn't get served. But at the same time, on the flip side, that's the bartender's job. Yeah, yeah. dude. It's kind of numero uno. Right. It's the first it's rule. Like, exactly. It I is. mean, the absolute number one thing that yeah. you have to do is make sure that you're not serving a minor or that yeah. you're not serving someone who's not supposed to be drinking. And if you have an invalid ID, you're not supposed to be right. drinking. Yeah. Right, right. Is Isn't that, shouldn't that be common knowledge, though, for us as a guest? I mean, you know, I run there into this quite often. nothing common about yeah. knowledge these days. I, apparently not, <laughs> you know. You even, mean, they, they, I'm supposed to be responsible for my own shit? Well, I can't. Yeah. What? Mm. what? Right. I know. Have you I heard about this? Right. Yeah, no, I'm, I know. Look, it's, it's even more difficult today. I know. I know. Ugh. Well, that's just a bummer. I'm really sorry to hear that this person left, number one, a one-sided review, and then number two, completely bashed this place because of his own issue, his yeah. own fault. Oh, you know? absolutely. And and the review itself, you know, and we'll talk about this as we go on, the review itself is absolutely terrible. Even if it was all in, in positive verbiage, there's nothing to this review. No. Right? We just happen to know, We just happen to know the story behind this, but anyone reading it you know, doesn't know. Doesn't know. And, and and since this is since this is the first review, let's just get this out of the way, and then we'll throw it back in the way so many times over and over. This is a one star review against a place, and as we talk about it, these reviews that are only one star and are absolute garbage and don't give any value will hurt a business. Absolutely. And yeah. can and can help to to totally bring the the revenue of that business down and the people that work there. Yeah. Um, and I actually, it's a good thing. This was screenshotted and screenshot, screenshooted. There was, a sc there was a screenshot, screenshot? of this review on Yelp <laughs> and, it was, and it was sent to me. <laughs> and I went back to look at it and it has since been removed from Yelp. Oh, good. So I'm thinking that either, you know, either Vanderpump contacted him and said, hey, let's, you know, let us work this out, remove the review, or they fought it through Yelp because of the reasoning behind the review or something like that. Or maybe this person just had a change of heart and was like, ah, I shouldn't have done that. So they maybe shouldn't have gotten served in the first place. Is that what you're saying? Brad? Well, they definitely shouldn't have gotten so he, served. He, he, re he realized he yeah. was like, oh. So, but the, you know, the point is the review, the, the review has been taken down and that's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a shit review and it never should have gotten put up in the first place. Correct. All right. All right, Bill. Next. Uh, so it's a one star, right? We're, are we not greeting these guys? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I just make it true. I, I, yeah. You, you said it was one star. You're okay. Okay. I, no, thought, no, no. I thought he meant the We're review himself ranking. was one oh, star. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. We did. One star, oh, my fucker. Gosh. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I don't know. It's that's a, anymore. That's actually a shot. A star fucker. <laughs> really? It oh, is. my goodness. It's a, it's a mixed shot. It's okay. a good song, too. Th this, is, this is one star. One star. Fucker. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely a one star. All right. All right. Once I review. Fucking trash. Moving on. Okay, Bill. Also from Vanderpump Cocktail Garden, Las Vegas. Do we want me to read the date as well? Yeah, go ahead. It's the 13th of March, 2020. It's a one-star review. Wasn't impressed whatsoever. My wife and I got a table, sat down, and left immediately. Not really sure what the big deal is, but sorry, not for us. Wow. 
Lot, <laughs> lot to chew on you, there. You didn't really stick around long yeah. enough no, to yeah. see what the big deal was. We sat down and immediately left. This table's bullshit. <laughs> was was the table not to your liking? Uh, this table only has three legs. Oh my goodness, I know. Yeah. So why did you write a review on this? Say I don't even. What is this review about? Yeah. Like what? Wasn't impressed. Well, I'm not impressed with your review. Yeah. Your review. So yeah, uh, th- there's literally nothing here. Wasn't impressed. This place is not for us. We, like we didn't even stick around. I don't even know what to say except for that it's a one star. Yeah, one star. Yeah, one star. <laughs> oh, we don't, we don't even have to waste time. Yeah. On I know. This I know. One. Yeah, <laughs> I have nothing to say about it. Last but not least, we do have a, another Vanderpump Cocktail Garden from Las Vegas. One star review from Yelp. <clears throat> Yelp's fault, perhaps. Showed up to grab a nightcap on Sunday, Labor Day weekend. Closed early. Be safe and call ahead before trekking over here. Okay. <laughs> Is he talking about reservations? I, it was busy on Labor Day weekend. Like, what the fuck are we, what, what's well, happening? So right out of the gate, Yelp's fault, perhaps. Do you know why? Probably. Because, because Yelp will post a, a business's hours. However, there are always special like specialty reasons or excuses as to why a place may open or close at a different time. Being Labor Day weekend is one of those, right? It's a holiday, yeah. and so they may be open later or closed earlier. Which is their prerogative. And this person goes right out and says, Yelp's fault, perhaps. But I'm going to shit all over yeah. Vanderpump Cocktail Garden. This is the yeah. kind of shit we're talking about, man. This is this is not an adequate review. Yeah, go go shit all over Yelp. Honestly, yeah, yeah. you I can mean, Yelp, Yelp. Yelp. You can Yelp Yelp. Yeah, you can. We figured they that only out. have two stars. Oh, <laughs> Yelp only has two stars. Story checks wow. out, dude. Uh, on their own website, I couldn't even believe they left them all up. That's crazy. Yeah, this is all. All three of these reviews are really great example of why I wanted to do something about all these reviews and start this podcast it's they they have no substance to them they're just they're just people bitching and complaining for no legitimate reason right or maybe they feel that that their reasoning for complaining is a legitimate reason but you know after once you plaster this on yelp and other people read it there's no there's no meat there's no meat to these reviews so really they're not legitimate no and this person at the very end says be safe and call ahead before trekking over here. Heed your own advice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, kudos to you. Like, you're, that's that's good practice. Yeah, that's but good practice. But like, why didn't you do that yourself? Yeah, the, us bartenders were also therapists, and you, the fact that you called out your own bullshit, you, you know. Yeah. Like, that's right. You don't need a therapist yeah. to figure that out. Keep, keep that up. I'm proud of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see you next week. Okay, yeah. same time. One star. Yep. One star. One star. One star. Hey everyone. Want to be part of the show? Make sure to send us your favorite reviews. If we use it on an episode, we'll be sure to give you a shout out. Email them to three stars podcast at gmail.com with the subject favorite review. That's the number three stars podcast at gmail.com. And please make sure to use the subject line favorite review. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at three stars podcast or just by clicking the links on our podcast page. Or feel free to leave us a voice message through Anchor. You can do that just by clicking the message link. It is now time for the main event, the main course. We have a review here uh, that we are going to pick apart and we are going to really dig into so that you kind of understand why we decided to do this show. Um, This review came from Williams and Graham of Denver, Colorado. It is a one-star review from Yelp. Williams and Graham is a great bar to go to. I enjoy it. It is a revolves around prohibition style. Uh, you walk in the door, there's a cute little bookshelf. You put your bookstore. name on the bookstore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put your name on the list. The hostess, you know, when she's ready for you, she calls your name or calls you up or whatever, and the bookshelf moves, and there you go. There's the actual speakeasy. It's really nice, very swanky. Um, <clears throat> so this review, <laughs> I read this and I laughed. Um, this this person obviously um, a little pretentious when it comes to speakeasies. Yeah, I, the the person that wrote this review is is really like a whole nother level of of asshole 
honestly. I mean, like, <laughs> I, we're, yeah. we're, we're going to get to why as, yeah. like, as you read this yeah. review. But, I mean, you you could just hear. And, and I just want to say that um, that the owner of Williams and Graham, he loves and doesn't love, but he loves to hate a lot of his, uh, a lot of the reviews like this that come through. Oh yeah. And he's even gone to the point of like making a slogan out of some of the, That's brilliant. some of the stuff that comes up because like he, he understands what kind of business he's running and that it's a good one. And then you'll get people like the one you're about to read. Yep. <clears throat> so here we go. <clears throat> totally lame and eye roll inducing for anyone with taste. Extremely basic cocktail list with drinks you can find at any decent hotel bar without a two-hour wait or annoying attitude. I also spotted a bartender looking in the Death & Co. cocktail book when trying to make a drink. <laughs> Amateur hour. If Williams and Graham were a person, it would be an annoying little brother. The big brother opened a cool speakeasy in New York. Hint, hint. Well over a decade earlier, that was actually hard to find. Had a great atmosphere and an interesting menu. Williams and Graham told Mommy that it wanted a speakeasy too, then proceeded to open one up with a big sign that says, Speakeasy, while breathlessly trying to explain to his friends that it is a secret drinks club behind a terrible-looking fake bookshelf and that they needed to wait in line and wear a fedora for some reason. <laughs> Save your time and hit any other bar for the same cocktails. Or get a craft beer and some weed. You're in Denver, for Christ's sake. The whole time you're reading this, I'm just picturing some dick with like a top hat and a monocle. <laughs> From New York. A, a fucking walking stick <laughs> or a cane. I... Yeah. I, I Honestly, I'm I'm picking a dude that, looks like me right now uh, like, like, big, big beard trucker hat like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it could it might not even be a dude i don't know uh well this one is and mm. he yeah he is and he's from new york i mean oh he's from new york mm -hmm. oh mm -hmm. okay well yep. but there you go that explains it because i'm from new york and i totally understand this kind of an asshole <laughs> <laughs> i mean that you know look it new yorkers are are blunt Yes. They're, they're brash. Yes. Right? So yeah. this goes a bit further than that. Yeah, well, I mean. it does because you're calling someone out on, on Yelp. And look, there's there's no question that the cocktail scene in New York or L.A., San Francisco was already growing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's more established. It was much more established. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it happened a lot earlier than it did here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I, I get that you're coming from somewhere that had a, a wildly uh, established cocktail bar program. You know, it, it was part of the culture already. But, you know, the, the way he's calling it out here, I mean, look, I when Williams and Graham opened, I remember before Williams and Graham opened and, and I had met the owner and he was telling me about the concept. And it really was a cool we get to have something awesome like that finally here in in denver yeah, it's pretty new it's only been a thing here for like they've 10 been years open or so i think they've been open five six six or seven years now and um, i think about seven, seven seven years i think so so i mean i remember i remember when that was happening and at that time we only had two other speakeasies here and one of them i think was really inconsistent the other one was green russell and i'd been to green russell and that place was great right like you go down to a basement and it's you know it's a pie shop and then you go into the actual speakeasy and it, yeah it's cool yeah right and this was another level because it had um a modernity to it right like it it was not quite as prohibition as prohibition and but it did feature like that you know sliding bookcase and uh and going in and it's nice and dark and it's all dark woods and dark colors and and uh and dials even, up the like, ambiance a little yeah, bit yeah well yeah. and even like their their uh toilet is one of those really old like when you go into the bathroom it's one of those old-fashioned toilets where the the drain tank is is sitting up on the wall like a good like six feet and has a chain hanging yeah, down and so yeah. you, have to, you have to yank the chain as it were <laughs> um i wonder if that's where that came from i'll better I'll, I'll bet it was you're yanking my chain uh williams and graham did open actually in 2012 
Okay, so yeah, so yeah. we're at eight years. Yep. Yeah, so, you know. I remember when this started being a thing. Like, it was pretty popular, like, out of nowhere, you know? Like, to the, have speakeasies. Because yeah. before that, it was just you know, cheap beers and shots. At least that's what I was doing at yeah. that time. Well, uh, there there was not really a cocktail culture yet it was developing mm-hmm. in, in denver it was developing it was developing well by that point mm-hmm. uh the u.s bartenders guild had already opened a chapter here uh the colorado bartenders guild and um and there were a lot of craft cocktail programs going on like at uh at vesta dip and grill at uh steuben's um I think Ace had already opened, mm-hmm. and like there were there were a bunch of different places. <laughs> oh, um, Root Down. Root, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Root, Down. Root Down was already here, and they mm-hmm. already had you know uh, Annika Zappi was already doing that cocktail program there, and and so yeah, we were really happy to to get this kind of stuff. And yes, to an extent, I mean, not that it's a copy, but it's. It's an idea, right? Yes. Yeah, it's speakeasies. Drawing, drawing yeah. inspiration. Speakeasies in the modern day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, uh, the other thing that I really want to talk about on this is this person calling out that the bartender was looking <laughs> in a Death & Co. <laughs> cocktail book. Yeah. I don't have anything against that. Like, that's why you have bar books. Yep. Right. I mean. Yep. Right. So you can refer back to there so are, just to make sure you're doing and it some properly. Some of these cocktails are pretty involved They're complicated and you want to get it right complex. the first time. Right. Yes. Especially when fucking Mr. Peanut is ordering from you, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you like it. Well, you want, cool. and you want to get it right. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah, right? yes. I what is it? Measure twice, cut once. It's like the, right. it's what you do in carpentry. Like bartending is fucking the same. Some of these some of these ingredients are expensive, dude. Like time is valuable. Especially there cuz they don't Ugh. they don't use McCormick's in no. their well, no. right? No. They're using top-notch yeah. ingredients and, and if you're not remaking cocktails there. That's and bad if you're news. ordering oh, and yeah. if you're ordering something off menu, then okay. Any bartender, every bartender is expected to know all of the cocktails that are on their menu. Yep. And then every bartender also knows a bunch of other recipes, right? right? Everything that came before. Easily a a hundred or more, right? Because you have so many other things out there, you know, that, that people order that are even, you know, random or, you know, they're, they're localized. I was going to say specific to the region. To the region. Yeah. yeah. Colorado Bulldog. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, yeah. Fuck. I always forget about that. They're it's so good. So, it sounds so gross, but they're oh, so, so good. good. Oh they're so good. Well, not only I that. I can't fucking stand that drink. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. Bill and I will go have ours and you can do yeah, whatever you yeah. want. Um, not only that, it's the cocktails are changing all the time. Cocktails, you know, you, you get a, um, you get a snake bite here and it may not be the snake bite up in montana you get a vegas bomb in vegas and it's not going to be the vegas right. bomb right. here right. And, you know they're they're constantly changing so for some for a bartender to look at the death and co cocktail book while making a drink that's not amateur hour that is a bartender doing his job and <laughs> going back to notes granted right. you should know what you're doing but if you have to refer to this is yeah. funny because brad and i had we, a conversation we had this a couple conversation weeks ago with our teenager <laughs> yes over about whether or not it's okay it's to okay use, use your notes, notes that's what when they're taking for. a test. It uh. is, but at the same time, you should know the basis of what yeah. you're doing. You really should. Right. And when, if you and have to go work, back and, and well, take a If you don't look, have the sure. basics of bartending, you're not working at Williams and Graham, like, Ab- despite oh, what this definitely. guy might have you believe. Yeah, no, yeah. Right. yeah uh, these people, these bartenders, they have... They have a massive training program. I would keep that. I would keep the Death and Co. cocktail guide. Like I would keep that at home. Like that would be like a coffee table book for me. Yeah. Well, we we have several cocktail books here. Yeah. Right. And we go through them and we look at them just to remind ourselves. We went through them the other day. Or just to figure out what the original Manhattan is. You know, the original Manhattan is not what the Manhattan you're drinking today is. Manhattan. 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 What? It's the emphasis. The (laughs) The Manhattan. The Manhattan. Is that better? You like that better? Well, I think that this fucker from New York wouldn't take kindly to you saying Manhattan. Yeah, you know. It's like you're being manhandled. I don't don't take kindly to the fact that he, number one, said that Williams and Graham has a an extremely basic cocktail list. Right. He can he can it, eat a big fat one and, on and that it really because doesn't. it doesn't have an extremely. And I don't take kindly to the fact that he is calling out a bartender trying to to make him feel little and petty for having to refer back to an amazing cocktail book. You know, 
Sorry, that's well, not amateur hour. And right. this dude, I'm gonna fucking say Manhattan. And and I'll say Manhattan this about, about the way their, I want it. Their styles of cocktails too. So they have um, they have sections dedicated to to certain styles of cocktails, and they definitely have a classics. Mm-hmm. And then they also have like an upgraded classics. Yeah. And I I'm sorry if I misspeak, but I don't think that I am because I because I've listen to and learn quite a bit from the owner here when he's creating his cocktails he does not believe that there should be an exorbitant amount of ingredients in order no. to make a good cocktail no it it should only you know you can make a great cocktail you know in three to five ingredients yes and if you have to go over that then you know how in the world are you getting a really good blend of all of the flavors he's right? he's sticking not, to the basics that balance is yeah. that prohibition style cocktail and like the, it's mostly booze right it's booze it's well, spirit, forward. spirit forward forward yeah. spirit and they forward. definitely have some that are not spirit forward right they they have some more that are going to be a little on the sweeter side or on the more sour side or, or whatnot but they they do things in a, in a very pure way Right, they're using fresh juices and they're using you know fresh ingredients and all these things, and and they're not they're not over sweetening. They're not you know there's no citrus for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I mean the idea is that you, I mean there is right okay. like because there, there's there's sour in almost every cocktail out there. I mean not not almost every cocktail. Well, when we, when we say spirit forward, statement. we mean just there is no citrus, right? When you say spirit forward cocktail, it's three boozy ingredients yeah like well or at the very least it's um because because you could in old-fashioned is is definitely a spirit forward cocktail right right? but in that you're having some sort of sweetener yeah a little bit of dim syrup or simple syrup and then you're gonna have um what whatever whichever version you're talking about you're gonna have a citrus peel uh, or, or right, but you're cherry not, you're or not using juice. Lines. You're not using lemon Correct. juice or lime juice. Correct. And you're gonna like a spirit for you're gonna stir it in a yari glass. Like you're not gonna shake that cocktail. God willing. Okay. I'm yeah. just making sure. <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, like the the cocktail list there is, is great, and everyone finds something for for their own palate, and they you know they design it that way. So it almost sounds like this guy has like a personal vendetta. Against the owner, you know, like you know, and I and I actually thought that exact thing that this person must have some sort of personal vendetta because then when he goes at it, like in the in the body of this, he really he really tears it apart. Yeah, in, well, the very bulk, childish in like a, too. Yeah, and a the, really childish. The bulk like, of the review is his narrative that he creates about this little brother right, opening a speakeasy. Goes, right, goes to mommy and says, "I want a speakeasy." Right? Do I mean, they really make you wear fedoras there? I've been there, no. but I don't remember. No, because I I myself have a thing about fedoras. Like I'm never, you're never gonna catch me wearing a fedora. I, I have a fedora. I can't I'm do it. Make you wear it. It's not my thing. I episode. can't pull it off. I know I can't pull it off. So it's, I just don't do it. I just yeah. don't try. Yeah. No. I mean, no, they don't make you. And that's another thing is that they do this. You know, a terrible looking fake bookshelf, dude. It's a fake bookshelf. It's, yeah. It's, it's the novelty. Like it's right. Do you know, and I actually remember that when it came down to, when it came down to the construction, I thought it was fake, cool. That fake bookshelf was their number one biggest hurdle, was yeah. trying to figure out how to make it sturdy and work properly <laughs> so that they weren't always going to have to like fix it or fuck with it. I don't know. They, like this person, this person just writes a shitty review. They, they write it in a, in a really, horrible way demeaning way yeah, yeah like very demeaning yeah like super pompous like uh, I, i'm from new york and i know how speakeasies ought to be i just wish he would have plugged whatever restaurant he works so we can right you know we could go to review. new york yeah. And, right. and yeah yeah or get a craft him. beer and some weed you're in denver for christ's sake hey, you, he, guess he, fucking what we're more than we're more than craft just beer and weed <laughs> but yeah. i gotta i gotta say though What's so wrong with getting a fucking craft beer and some weed? Like, Nothing. If you've never visited Denver before, you should do that. No, absolutely. Of course. That's 100%. Per- I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on board with that. But it's not the only thing that Denver should That's, be known for. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, right. I, we have great 
cocktails and great restaurants oh, in yeah. Denver. We and you know, a lot of people have really worked hard, hard to, to make, to that, make happen. that happen. Yeah. yeah, and the the kind of running joke now about Denver within the last ten years since the legalization of weed is that restaurants come and go faster than I can keep track of that any of us can get you know it's oh there's so many places that we keep saying like oh we oh, want to go there oh we want to go there it's gone. Yeah, and then it's gone it's cutthroat it's, out it's, here it's, it's extremely it cutthroat so for this DB to sit here and, yeah. and give a petty review and then throw in go get a craft beer and some weird you're in you know weed you're in Denver you know go this go guy, fuck yourself. This guy needs to heat, <laughs> he needs to heed his own advice. You fucking uh, tell him. Yeah, well, him. I'm sorry. No, I'm into craft beer. Yeah. I'm into craft beer, and I'm into cocktails. Yeah, let's just say and bourbon's not the only thing we're drinking right, right now. I, but I'm not into weed. I'm not against it, but I'm not into it. But that shouldn't be what we're specifically right, known right. for. And for you to be so short-minded and to think that that's all Denver is known for, yeah. well, you know, oh, go Denver, back to New York. You only get weed and craft beer. Leave cocktailing to the and prohibition to, and New York. to New York. You know what? Ugh. Fine. You go right ahead and you stay in New York and you have a great time. That's yeah. that's cool. The 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 what is it? The concrete jungle. Is your turf? You stay there. The big apple. We'll yeah, we'll st we'll stick it out here with our weed and our craft beer and our awesome cocktails, in addition to our great views of the city and our beautiful mountains. Yeah. Well, and and I'm just gonna say really quickly that this person is not representative of a lot of New York bartenders. Right. No. I don't even know if this yeah, person is a bartender. Yeah, there's or not. no yeah. love there. But there, so. but there are, but there are like there are great bartenders in, in New York. Oh, yeah. oh. Like some know? of the most famous in the world. Yeah, right? well, like Chris, I study Chris Cardone yeah. is an extremely famous, like he he was the the national champion for Diageo World Class and he's in, in New York and he's a great guy. I mean, like I just called him up to talk to him one day and he just shot the shit with me. I think shot the shit. Shot the, I think you said that, right? Shot yeah. the shit. Shot, shot the shit. Shot the shit. <laughs> I think neither works. He in shat that, shit. In that scenario, he shat, I think he shat, shat shit, shit with me. He shit shit. You know? He shit the and shit with there, me. And there are a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of great bartenders, and that's and that's another one of the great things about the about the bartending community and the the service industry community is you can be from New York and you can be from Denver and share so much yeah. love and passion, and we get along and we get together, and there are you know there are conventions and there are classes and there are all sorts of things that that happen that I mean. At least within the industry, like the this, it's not lost on us that yeah, make a cocktail program in Denver, make a cocktail program in St. Louis, make a cocktail program in in BFE, whatever it's going to be. You know, bartenders are absolutely engaged with with each other to make that happen anywhere that there's a vacuum. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I, we're almost through this review, but I just want to make sure, like, I want to call back here. I, I want to <laughs> shout out to this bartender. Like, if I trained this bartender and they were aware that they weren't certain about the cocktail list and they came to me and they were like, hey, how do I do this? I'm going to be like, I don't know. How do you do that? Because I want to see them stand on their own two feet and go and right. look at the – like, this, yeah. guy's, this guy's a dill hole. Like, ugh. We gotta we gotta move forward. Cause I'm sorry. <laughs> the more <laughs> I look at it, the angrier I get. dill hole over here. Yeah, no, and I agree with you, Bill. You know, the kudos. I've been in positions where guests have tried to call me out on how to make a cocktail. Oh, you don't know how to make, um, what was this one girl? Oh, my gosh. A uh, hot toddy. That's what it was. There are so many drinks, different variations, so many different variations. Of drinks. So many variations. And she tried to call me out and make me look like an idiot who I didn't, you know, who didn't know what I was doing. And I'm, I'm going to fight my ground. And I was not the politest to her. In coming back with how you make a hot toddy, and then I I went ahead and told her that there are different variations to a hot toddy. If you like a tea bag of some sort of tea in your hot toddy, you're fucking nuts. But okay, yeah, you can have that. Because that's not the right way to do it. Correct. No, that is so, not uh, the right way to do it. But you I know mean, what? That's I fine. really want to get into it. But, but I mean, that's another thing about about being in the industry is we're always having to, to learn to learn to adapt to things and, to, and, I, to, and yeah mean, to be accommodating to what to the, the customer point, wants i've gotten to the point where i ask people if they want tea in their hot toddy be because especially where i work i have to go to the back to get the hot water yeah. and the tea so i don't want to go there twice if i come back 
if I come back up to the bar right. and Save I don't, your steps. and I don't, yeah, and I don't have a tea bag. I'm like, oh, now I got to go get them another tea bag. Right. I've I've come I've come to uh, the attention of always asking, would you like your Irish coffee with Bailey's added to it? Because an Irish coffee is Irish whiskey and coffee, right. but somewhere along and the way. That's say I always ask you one with cream way, too, you know. You know, the, it's now become Bailey's Irish whiskey and coffee, yep. and, and I right. don't know where that happened. But now, yeah, it's so. So for this guy, that's how to, I make it. To like for this bartender to to be vulnerable yet confident enough yeah. to pull out the Deathco and and just a double check. Kudos on them. Not right. only that, but it Kudos. it could be a Death & Co. specific cocktail. Very, yeah, right. absolutely. Right. You have to have those specific the ingredients. Person, the person sitting at the table who you're not sitting with and who you don't know could have been from New York and said, you know, I was at Death & Co. in New York and they had this one cocktail that was blah, 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 blah. And can you make that here? And that's not a Williams & Graham specific cocktail. So the bartender looks it up in the death and co book yeah that's a i mean look i have never worked in a bar where we did not have the ability to look up a recipe mm-hmm. either in a rolodex or some sort of bar drink book? book or now your thank, phone you know thanks to yep. the internet yeah your phone yeah you know so, so kudos to this bartender for looking and yeah. and for even you know, if it did come to the fact of, hey, I had this drink at the Death & Co. in New York. Could you make it for me? Kudos to that bartender for saying, absolutely. I happen to have the recipe book right here. Instead of being like, nah. No, we don't do that here. We don't do that. I'm yeah. sorry. This What you see on the menu is what you get. Yeah, I'm, I'm super unimpressed with the person writing this yeah. review and their overall attitude. They're snobbery. Yep. All right, yep. Mr. Peanut. You get one star for me. One star. One star. So that is one star in total. Grand total. Alrighty. Moving on. It is now my favorite time. I think it's all of ours, yeah. actually. I, I, I can't speak for myself. Without question. It is our favorite time of the show. It is the Three Stars Podcast Happy Ooh. Hour. Ding, ding. We need a ship spell. <laughs> ding, ding, ah, ding, 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 <laughs> Or an air horn. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Uh, we tried that. We tried that in another episode. Oh, we did. Yeah, it didn't work out so yeah. well. <laughs> I think call, call back to an episode we made in the future. I think it's, I think it's number five. <laughs> I think it's number five. Um, so here we have today on our lovey happy hour menu, we've got bourbon. And I'm actually going to let Brad take over this segment of the show. Yeah, Samantha said we're drinking bourbon. It, it's one of our um, it, it's one of our favorite bourbons. We we go through this on the regular because it's just a nice easy sipping bourbon and uh, oh, and it looks like uh, we're pouring a little more here too. Well, I started out with a little cuz I've been suffering migraines lately, so yeah. I just I well, don't want to have too much. Now you have to suffer have a little more bit more. Bourbon. Stop. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, oh. oh shit, Bill's porn. I know. Stop, 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 stop. Filled to the brim. Pint glass full. <laughs> Yo, you just sip on that all day. Yeah. Um, I, I would like one pint of bourbon. A, it's a session <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we're not gonna like totally go into bourbon. I mean, we're gonna cover this throughout the years and years that we get to do this podcast, I'm I sure. So. Um, but I think the most important thing that we have to do with bourbon is to dispel the most prevailing myth that even too many people in the service industry still believe. Like they, they can't seem to shake this myth. And a lot of it comes from having learned from or, you know, being taught by some old school bartender who, you know, it, you know, telephone game on this myth, and this is just one of those things that not having the going. internet, dude. I, I feel like the older I get, the more prevalent that becomes. You know, like oh, I, did, I, we didn't have, we didn't have the, the interwebs when I was cu- starting yeah. out. You know, do we? Do we want to admit? Maybe I can cut this out in post. Do we want to admit that Bill actually didn't even realize? part of this myth <laughs> it's true it's true I, so, I actually argued with brad about this it's like oh, no that doesn't sound right yeah but i mean look the it's a thing right it happens there are a lot of things that we that we think that we knew that we don't but here's ultimately here's what it comes down to bourbon does not have to be made in kentucky end of story it does not you can make bourbon anywhere in the United States and call it bourbon. I make it in my shoes in my closet here in Colorado. (laughs) Well, 
but that. it has to be made in the United States. Yes. Yes. Okay, so yes. The, I think that's where the hang-up is right there. Right. It has to be made in the United States. It, it can't be made in Zimbabwe. Well, that is to it say... Could. They just it couldn't could. Call you it can't, can't call it bourbon. Right. It's, it's like can the same champagne exact You can do all the same process. You just can't label it as bourbon. And so so this is the law. You can you it would can be whiskey, right? go and look up the what's that? It would be whiskey, like Zimbabwe. Yeah, they would just whiskey. it would be right, Zimbabwe whiskey. And it could taste just like bourbon. It can have a lot of the characteristics, but you just can't call it, you can't label it bourbon You're welcome, without Zimbabwe. getting a big fat <laughs> <Sorry>. lawsuit. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Oh wait, wrong place. Damn. <laughs> well, that, that would be Wakanda. I know I said wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so here, here's the law. It has to be produced in the United States. It has to be made with a minimum of 51% corn. It has to be distilled no higher than 160 proof. And it has to be stored at not more than 125 proof in charred new oak containers. New. And that is literally copied and pasted from the law. You can go to the alcohol, uh, tobacco, and tax website. Trade and you Bureau. can look up the labeling laws. And it has all the different spirits in there for how you label them. And that's the deal with bourbon. Now, the last part, and I didn't see this in the actual law, but it's on the American Bourbon Association website, is that when you bottle it, it has to be bottled at a minimum of 80 proof. So it has to be a minimum of 40% alcohol, alcohol. when it's bottled. Yep. And we'll discuss proofs and percentages later in another podcast. Right. And there and there are tons of things. There there are other little nuanced things, but when it comes down to the law of labeling it bourbon, that's that's it right there. And nowhere in there does it say that it has to be made in Kentucky, that it has to be made in Bourbon County. None of those things. It has to be uh blessed by like a actual sheriff or descendant of fucking wild bill or yes. billy kid or some shit right yeah, right exactly okay, okay. i just, just want to be it's in a dry like county yeah. right, right by right, the way right. in a dry county where you cannot drink it but you can only make it right that fucking still blows that? Anyway. and if like, you don't yeah, have the... if you don't have a rabbi there to make it kosher oh definitely. you're screwed <laughs> it's not bourbon you're screwed yeah <laughs> but yeah no that's it i mean uh i you think know, kentucky just wanted all the credit no number one yeah myth, bourbon does not well they definitely did um but you know Sorry, Kentucky. Not anymore. That's just it. It doesn't. It doesn't have to <laughs> be in Kentucky. Yep. Well, look. I mean, there are a predominant amount of the bourbons in the United States are made in Kentucky. Yeah, but not the best ones. Oh, them's fighting words. Yeah. Because I because I think what we're drinking right now is actually made in Kentucky. Well, it's fine. But <laughs> I never said that this is ones. the I never well, said it was about this is no. our go-to. This right. is a Correct. really good bourbon Correct. for the price we pay. Correct. It doesn't have much burn to it. It's 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 smooth. good. It's smooth. It's caramely. It's and, and I got to say, I actually so I I told you this last night cuz I was sipping oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. was sipping on it last night. Shock surprise. Um, and <laughs> and I love that I love that when I drink it, like I get some sort of different nuance or some sort of different thing. I had I was drinking uh, one of my favorite amber beers and I was sipping on um, and I was sipping Gin on and juice. the bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and I took a sip of the bourbon and then I went back and I took a uh, a sip of the beer and as I as I exhaled as I was about to take a sip of the beer the the smell of the bourbon mixed with the beer and then the flavor of the beer and it and i got this all of a sudden like smoky meat delicious korean barbecue flavor you sound like a a a wine connoisseur let me tell you something it was it was one of the most one of the most amazing uh new flavors that i've experienced and i was really surprised by it (laughs) and we might even go for that Later, or were you, you blindfolded? Were I you was. Like, <laughs> well, it was really dark, and we were watching the new Guy there, Ritchie movie, so go. I was totally into it. So your other senses were heightened, <laughs> very heightened, because I was trying to understand what the fuck Colin Farrell right. was saying in that movie, <laughs> trying to decipher the accent. So, you're uh, so yeah, so I mean, you know, uh, for for what we're talking about today, that's that's going to be it for bourbon, and, and again, we'll revisit it much are, more. Later. Are we sniffing yeah, we first, like? Oh, are we are we retasting? Yeah. Well, after, I think we so, should. So do we talk after all this buildup? So do we? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I was just sipping all along. Oh. Um, but in terms mm-hmm. of uh, of how we taste, I mean, the first thing that we do is is we look at it, 
right? We get an idea for the color and kind of, it's kind of like an expectation of, all right, how do we think this is going to go? Looks like apple juice. Um, and, you know, maybe swirl it around in the glass a bit. And, and for those of you who are new to the whole tasting biz, when you taste something, your olfactory, a.k.a. your nose, is a part of your actual tasting experience. So when you go to smell, put your nose all the way in the glass as far as you can without touching the liquid and keep your mouth open and breathe in with your mouth, mouth open. Definitely smell the smoke, the smokiness. Yeah, yeah. there's a hint of smoke. You do. I, mean, you get I get apples, like something sweet and vanilla and caramel. Yeah, all, all all pretty standard stuff that you the really barrel, should. The barrel aging. Yeah, that's I smell. Well, again, I it's it's, like it's, it's going to be in in that in that new charred oak. Caramel. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's like a sweetness, almost, almost honey. Bourbon, bourbon really is like wine. It's like tasty. I didn't get into bourbon until I was 32, 33. Brad helped me get into bourbon. Before that, I was you know I was all well. You had your stuff. experiences in college with wild turkey, and that they, yeah, that actually man. got you that got you out of bourbon. Whew. Yeah, I think we've all had those. But now I go back and I taste wild turkey, and it it's amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, I mean, your your taste has changed mm -hmm. and, and grown too. Mm. I mean, everyone has their has their moment, right? People have their tequila moment. Oh yeah, and, and they're done that and then you can go back to it after a while. You have to force yourself to go back to it. Mm -hmm. I definitely had my tequila moment when I, I was in my early 20s, and yeah. then I went back to it in my early 30s I don't in, and with a different approach. I don't, yeah, I don't do one particular brand because I just, I can't. I can do any other tequila. Well, nobody likes Montezuma. Yeah. <laughs> I can do Potential sponsors, dude. We're just yeah. cutting Throwing them. Throwing it out there. down. Well, like. I'm okay if McCormick's and Montezuma <laughs> bow out. But but the one that I did taste is a very well known popular tequila. Everybody knows it, and the I had one too many shots. I finished a bottle with a friend Everybody of mine, and now I can't. Knows. But I can do all other tequilas. I mean, I'm the same. I fuck with whiskey all the time, but there's there's a couple whiskeys that my brain's just like, no, no, nope, yeah. not a, not this guy again. Yeah. And I just I like for me, I like I love drinking whiskey. I love sipping whiskeys. They're all so nuanced. And mm. they're, they're all know, different. And it really is true. New stuff. They yeah. really are like wines. Yeah. They really are. So this all one right. on my palate is lighter. Um, I get it. I get a sense of um, the light. Honestly, the, the oak container is not overly charred. There's really no smoke on the palate. That's more on the nose. Um, yeah, definitely. You can taste the vanilla. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. I taste I taste sweet almost like honey. I like I don't get as much vanilla necessarily, but you I definitely taste that that sweetness. Mm -hmm. I mean, my my whiskey of choice. That's what it tastes like to me. It just tastes like wi liquid candy. Like, yeah, and I mean, if you like, I'm I'm right now like I'm putting my nose right yeah. up against the microphone with my glass and taking like mm -hmm. really deep deep breaths, and then and you can then just single out alcohol. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. If you take a really deep deep breath through your nose. You know, and to help for n for newbies trying whiskey, put a drop of water in it. Ooh, Let it yeah. breathe a little more. Yeah, that'll you know, open it up like a whole like other way. Like the whole scotch realm. Yep. Yep. All right. So that's it for bourbon happy for today. Hour. Yeah, I mean, we're going to continue We're going to continue our happy hour. Because it's a session whiskey. I mean, you don't <laughs> <laughs> we've established this. <laughs> Okie dokie. So there's no such thing as a session whiskey. Just yeah. for everybody but out yeah. there, it's like, no, what but the but fuck are they talking about? But I heard it on Three Stars <laughs> Podcast. You need to coin that now. Oh my you goodness. need to trademark I, it. I can't, <laughs> I, know, right? wait, I can't wait for someone to go into a bar and be like, yeah, so can I try like that session, session. whiskey? Oh my God, how awesome would that Three be? Three Stars Podcast talks about that's, it. But these guys that's when you know Three Stars it. Podcast has made Just, it. Those <laughs> fucking yes. assholes again. Oh God, I'm so tired of hearing about that. All right, we'll be right back after this lovely commercial and welcome back to three stars podcast uh we are going to go ahead and wrap things up for you so you're not listening to us all day sort of we've got more on. shit talking to do we do uh, then we're gonna wrap things up yeah we're gonna wrap things up a bit we're gonna go to the desserts which are more reviews that are on the shorter side we're gonna rip into them really quickly we're not gonna spend as much time with them like we did on the main course um, I don't know. A uh, couple of these. A <laughs> couple of these, We, we yeah. might, but not for the same reasons. Should yeah. I just You're stop talking and let you guys go to it then? <laughs> just, I'll just put my foot in my mouth and we'll just let you guys go. Bill, go ahead and start with the first one. I'm stoked on this one. It's, uh, it, it's posted 331 2020, which is the day after my birthday, and I don't think that's a coincidence. This is a, a gift. 
this is this person should oh, write this is a, our teenagers should birthday. write a book really mm-hmm. all right do you like eating wet pizza out of the garbage is grease and salt all you crave? Ooh. Are hipster trash that smell like B.O. your jam? Tell me more. <laughs> Are you contemplating dining in your pajamas? <gasps> Always. Yeah. This is a place for you. Get the fuck down here, you silly bitch, and oh. eat some sloppy trash pizza. That's hysterical. <laughs> oh I've read this so many times. It's still That's so funny. That's hysterical. I've read, I've read it different ways, too. It's like... Get the fuck down here, you silly you Billy! Silly, oh. <laughs> you silly Billy! <laughs> you silly Billy! But they censor it. Why would they? Why would they censor Billy? Oh, I, I, I don't know why they censored the curse words at all. It's I don't think that they care. I, I don't like. I don't think I Yelp don't think cares. So. You know what I noticed too is there's you can you can rate Yelp reviews and one of the ratings is funny. Like mm. you can you can click oh, you on can, this little like laughing. Oh, that's right. Face. You can. So I, I find that a little misleading, but then I come across shit like this. And I'm like, I don't even fucking care. Uh, right. Like, well, but right, but, wrong, indifferent. It's it's good reading. Well, that's actually um, that's actually really funny because if you are enticed to make your review funny, then that could cause you to write a shit review. <laughs> right. Because you want the dopamine of someone, you know, saying, yeah, the. That was really funny. I like that review. And he does I'm say gonna like, write more shitty reviews. He says the pizza is shit. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He, he kind of says why. He says it's greasy and salty. I mean, you kind of have to read through the line, the line in, in between the lines there. But well, I mean, look, I've gotten pizza from this place. I don't think it's spectacular pizza. You're also from New York, and I know how you all get about that sort of <laughs> shit. So, <laughs> well, now I'm now you know, <laughs> there's one pizza place. Just really wanted, like, it was like the little brother of the big pizza place in New York. <laughs> and they just, they said, Mom, can I open a pizza place here? Whose fucking parents are they? Like, I want a restaurant. Okay. Like, that makes me dislike that guy even fucking more. <laughs> right. Yeah. Out right. of touch. Anyways, this review is, I think it's funny. I it really is. Do. It is funny. It is funny without question. Completely and- inaccurate. I've gotten yeah. pizza from there and it wasn't bad. And no, ditto. I'm not from New York, though. Neither am I, but but the pizza that I had from Sexy Pizza was not like eating wet garbage pizza. It was good. It tasted like pizza, and I didn't think it was overly salty. A little greasy, yes. But if whatever, most pizza is greasy. I mean, like, and and now then just going into name calling and hitting below the belt with the our hipster trash that smell of bo your jam okay so maybe maybe the people working there need to kind of clean themselves up a bit but yeah, maybe they are handling food though to be fair like they, Abs- that that's a factor yeah, yeah. yeah they're also um, but does this person really have something against hipsters right yeah i mean like you're like, you're hitting below a, you're hitting yeah. below that's, the that's belt a little much. it's funny but it you're is, hitting below yeah, the but belt. you are hitting, you know. And are you contemplating of dining in your pajamas? That absolutely. I I don't know why that. Why would you not? Yeah, that's. I don't know why that's, especially now with the COVID. Well, and that's what I was going to It might just be. It might just be Samantha that you know I haven't worked for two months, so I'm and I'm literally sitting around reading fucking Yelp reviews at yeah. this point. So may, that might be like maybe I'm leaning. You know, maybe. my 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 fucking compass is off for lack of a better analogy. But still, analogy. I mean, like eating. Eating in your pajamas, going out to eat at a non-fancy restaurant. Where do I sign up? Yeah. Why are you complaining about that, you ding-dong? And I get to eat out of a trash can? Ah, even better. The (laughs) hocus. You know? I I don't know. And and while I definitely have had... (laughs) Well, I definitely have had my, my fair share of making fun of hipsters and making... Sure, like or making fun of that, like that, you know, kind of like subcultural movement. That you know, the funny thing about hipsters is that is that that supposedly they're you know they're kind of against the grain. They're they're like their own thing. But then the more you look at it, they're like everybody else. As soon as they start doing the same thing as anyone else, they're not a hipster. Now it's a trend. Yeah, yeah, then it's a trend. Yeah, yeah. But I, but at the same time, I wouldn't mind being able to walk down the street in my in my pajamas yeah. or you why know. you gotta diss that yeah dude like, i get dressed like once a week now and it's fucking ridiculous it's ri- <laughs> yeah. well and look when was this review written it was written on the 31st we oh, were already shit. in shutdown i yeah. well yeah yeah we were yeah yep. we were already, so, already in shutdown. At home so now i'm even more confused right so this person is either completely moronic and doesn't 
didn't make the connection that we <laughs> we are on lockdown. Well, Did they go in it, and pick why it Why does it up? have like, to be either or? They could be a moron. Just because. Didn't make the connection. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not pigeonhole this guy. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Uh, anyways. Yeah. It's I, good stuff. It, it, it is good stuff. I, like it's It's funny how we've read many reviews now that have been written since all the shutdowns. Yeah. And you're, it's like, all right, get a clue. Right. 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 Just think this one out. Yeah. Before you think yeah. before you speak, please. Super stupid. Yeah. One star. One star. One star. One star. All right. This next one. Only because I can't get fractions. <laughs> <laughs> Brad. Wait, but pizza is in fractions. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> all right. So uh, this next one is also uh, about sexy pizza and it is a one star on Yelp. Uh, this one's a little older. It's from November 3rd, 2018. Very awkward and poor service. Very average pizza. The waiter dropped half of our pizza on the table, picked it up by hand, and just left. They barely gave us half off the pizza after we asked twice and explained the situation to the manager. We'll not be coming back or recommending to anyone. It's actually a good review. Yeah, I don't fucking blame you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at that point, like if you if you dropped half the pizza and then you pick it up with your hands to put it back, make them a whole new fucking pizza. Well, you have to, right? At that point, like, I, and yeah, I'm and at that point, if you make them a whole new pizza and they get the whole pizza, then that's fine. But if this person like picks it up with their hands and then like puts it back on and then walks away, you you gotta comp that pizza off oh i thought they took the half that fell with them when they walked away that's how i, <laughs> yeah, well, I just left half the, pizza the very on the first table. time that i the very first time <laughs> that i read it when you when you sent it over i thought exactly the same thing but it's they barely gave us half off the okay, pizza okay. not half of the pizza because that would have been that's, really funny dude baller move right yeah. like that's a fucking like, alpha move right there <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it this this is not a completely shit review, right? Like this. No, it's pretty. Like this pretty is to the point. this is an epic fail on on the part of sexy pizza. It is. Um. So you know, I don't, I don't have a whole lot to complain about. Definitely could be more added into this review. You know mm-hmm. what what exactly? I think it's mostly a service. That yeah, would be and what exactly apart, was yeah. the um? You know, after you explained it to the manager, you know what exactly happened there? Did the manager just, you know? Tell they, you to fuck off, or right. well, they barely or say, well, gave I'll us be more than happy to take off half of your pizza. Or, I mean, and this is one of the things, and now we'll talk about like a, a service thing from like how you take care of someone. And this is, I learned from one of my favorite AGMs, which is when it comes time to handle a, a guest complaint, you always want to add something on, like let me buy you a beer let me yeah, buy you a yeah. dessert let me rather than take things off and that's not to say like look i would in this situation i would absolutely, absolutely. take the pizza yeah. off or i would have made them another one and then added on with something free yeah. and let them keep the the first pizza and then make them a fresh the one the half right? of it that wasn't right made. right right or something or let me you know let me give you something for the next time you come back we really want to make sure you come back here or you know something like adding on i want some coupons i want some fucking ice cream (laughs) (laughs) yeah i there like there were some major service fails and and i like i can't really fault the person um i think i think it's kind of presumptuous of this person to 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 expect half off the price of their pizza um, well, they wanted they wanted more than half off, right? Well, I, okay. Either way, I think it's kind of presumptuous. I, you know, I understand that shit happens, and how this server from this side, from this point of view, and again, this may just be a one sided situation. They right. may not be telling the truth. Absolutely. We don't know. We and really don't know. Right. That's more often really than not, they're point. not fucking telling the truth. Right. right. More times. Than so not. maybe the server didn't drop half the pizza. Maybe they dropped like two slices. Right. right. The waiter only dropped half your pizza. You got half off. What more do you want? I don't understand the issue here. But but I do think it's pretty, and I think think a lot of our, I think a lot of society has come because the service industry has allowed it. Without question. But I think a lot of the society expect free shit from restaurants. You know, yeah. uh, in, in we, we did a, vo- a voiceover, a VO, and in our VO, it said, 
that it was my birthday and the bartender didn't buy me a free drink or give me anything free. You don't go to a Mercedes-Benz car place and say, hey, it's my birthday. I want a free Mercedes-Benz. Well, it you, doesn't work that way. No, you ask for a test drive. <laughs> you, silly, you silly goose. You silly goose. You act like you're going to yeah. buy it and you just ride right. the fuck out so of it. Yep. I, think, I think it was pretty presumptuous of this person to say they barely gave us half off the pizza after we asked twice. Like, right. okay, faux pas on uh, the manager server for not immediately addressing the problem and coming out and saying, look, we're going to, we're going to take a, you know, a percentage off or we're going to give you free drinks or whatever. But for this person to say they barely gave us half off the pizza after we asked twice. Well, yeah, there's, there's, what there's kind something of attitude, there. Yeah. there is something else. What something kind of attitude there. are you, are you pitching? Yeah. And yeah. what are you not telling all of by, us? By the way, uh, you may have heard that snapping sound. Oh, that is that, me. That's Samantha's snap. That's the snap that stops a thousand servers, by the way. Yes, that, it is. That and that I snap, do not use it on servers. That, that, no, but but I mean, like, that's the snap where, like, if I hear Samantha go at it, I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. Oh, fuck. <laughs> my, my dog even knows that, you know, when I snap, she's to come. She's, she just, she's cowering right now. <laughs> She's nice. She's being good girl. So I, you know, again, there, there's a lot of things to these reviews that yeah. are very unknown because nobody's gonna tell. I shouldn't say nobody. Very few people tell the full truth, right? When it comes to a review, right? And so while while this does look like the server screwed up and did not handle things properly, and the manager didn't handle things properly, you know, and I'm very sorry for this person who wrote the review that your your pizza and your experience wasn't that great. The fact that you have this sense of entitlement tells another. It sheds a little light on your story to make me think that hmm, maybe you're not telling the full truth. Well, and and when you and that goes to the point of when you write the review, including as many details as possible yeah. is what makes the review right. believable. Right. Yes. And and I do. Like I believe that there are that there are several things that actually did happen. I mean, there's enough of this that that is believable, but it's a little like I have a hard time thinking that the waiter didn't bring you another pizza or the, I mean, it was, you know, unapologetic, unapologetic that, that they, just, they just picked up the pizza. The, the, yeah. They just like, <laughs> and then didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. No way. Yeah. I mean, you just dropped it on the table and then picked it up by hand. And Deuces. Then you, I mean, that is a baller move. Right, that's not right. Probably, yeah. I mean, that is, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't even be mad. I just right. like, call oh, shit. But, but I just, I, you know, <laughs> don't I think, fuck with that. Person. I think that there's, there's a lot more to this review that should get explained. Um, cause Samantha, you're, you know, you're always saying, and I agree, like there, how does your saying go? There's, there's three sides to a story. There's your side, there's my side, and then there's the truth. Yeah. Right. And there's this person's side, there's the server's side, and then there's the truth. Right. There's, yeah. So there's probably something else. I got else that from that my brother, there. by the way. Oh. That's not mine. That's Josh's. Oh, your, your brother, who is our number our one number one listener. fan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he's <laughs> heard. Shout out. He, he's heard every episode, <laughs> including this one, the first one. <laughs> twice. Now twice. <laughs> Yeah, my, my pops always says there's lies, damn lies, and statistics. So it's like same, yeah. same thing. You yep. know, like. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to give this one a one star. Yeah, one star. Ooh, I'm breaking. I'm actually giving it two. Because oh, hey, it is a decent review. I, I, I waver. Yeah. I, yeah, because I, I mean, well, I do think that there's a lot left, you know, that, that needs to be said in here. But, um, but it's obvious to me that the person had a really horrible experience and said exactly why. Um, and so you know, this speaks Go for to it. Uh, this yeah. speaks to that point, I did. though. Like, oh, good. I, w I went for it. Yeah, good. Glad yeah. to hear it. If I'm he a was like that, if he was a little more, <laughs> I'm going against the green. If he's a little more specific, I think like you're more likely to get a response from. Yeah, the, there's stuff. Yeah, there's stuff missing here. Yeah. That that, but that like I maybe you know just a little bit more of what exactly happened between you and the server, you and the manager. Did they bring something else back to you? I mean, I don't think they went off on anything here. That I just think they're missing some detail. Yeah, right? I really so. don't think that a server would just pick up your. They might have picked up your pizza by hand, but I don't <laughs> think they would have just done it and left. I, you know, I think there would have might have been like right. some sort of apology or like, oops, yeah. my bad. I really don't know. Sorry. how I want that to go. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Like, I, yeah. This isn't that one commercial where the waitress comes and she sets the plate down in front of the gentleman and he said, "Oh, I I asked for no mayo on my sandwich," and she picks up the top bread. And right. scrapes the mayonnaise off on the the side of the table. That's an alpha <laughs> move. I mean, yeah, that's you know. Anyways, 
As many of you know, we service industry folk rely on tips to make a living. If you like the show and would like to support us, you can do so by leaving us a tip through Venmo, at 3 Stars Podcast. This one you have to spell out, at sign T-H-R-E-E, Stars Podcast. Or if you'd like to become one of our regulars, you can support us through Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 3 Stars Podcast. Check please. <laughs> what did we? That's right. Check please. The end of our show. What uh? What did we learn today about service industry and reviews and us? Well, I I think especially from the short reviews, um, you know, we're we're seeing here, and and anyone with the least bit of common sense should see that these short reviews, while some of them are really funny, or they say something one specific thing. They're missing a lot. There, you Detail. you cannot you cannot Detail. judge a place based on one or two sentences. Detail. Not these kinds of sentences. No, no. I learned that uh, bourbon has to be made in Kentucky. <laughs> no, no. That's a good learn. <laughs> no. Fuck shit, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Damn it. It does not. It does not. That's what I learned. Yeah, no. That's a, that's a really good learn because that is a misconception. I was under that misconception as well. Um, so that's thank you for bringing that to my attention, to Bill's attention. Our Wait attention. a second. You you knew you knew <laughs> that. You're just trying to like make Bill feel better. <laughs> you knew that. You've known that for a long time. All right, well, cool beans. Thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate your support. We appreciate you checking us out on Facebook, Instagram, eventually Twitter. Um, again, email us anything um, that you want to say to us. Email us your favorite reviews at 3starspodcast.gmail.com. And, um, yeah, we go. Yeah, I know. E- episode one, part two, or take two. Take two, <laughs> yeah. It's just. We're already gone through it, uh, just just so that everybody realizes what we did. And they probably haven't even made it to the end of this episode. But the first time we we rolled for three hours, and this time we're, we're just over an hour. That's so. awesome. <laughs> awesome. There's been a learning curve. Major learning curve. <laughs> Thank right. you for stopping by. We really appreciate you. Come on back and see us again. We'll see you next time. Peace. Shit, this is good blooper crap. Right. You missed a very important phrase that Bill just said. What did Bill say? We will fuck that pig when we get to it. That, that's a good phrase? That's, that's important? Great. I mean, like, hello. That's yeah, important. that's a great I like that. That's how, good. How do you want to fuck yeah, this pig? Right. I like you always. Who's fucking this chicken? <laughs> Me or you? <laughs> you got to do it on a cliff so they push back. That's, that's, that's what I read. I read that somewhere. <laughs>